Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At bluenile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Surviving Sister Wives contains adult content that may not be suitable for Latter-day Saints or sinners. Listener discretion is advised. Hello and welcome to Surviving Sister Wives, the podcast where a monogamous couple drink heavily while recapping Sister Wives on TLC. I'm Corey. And I'm Carly. And we are at Season 18, Episode... Seven. That means we should be, what, halfway through the season at this point? Not counting any tell-all episodes that might come. I'm sure it's still going to be a three-parter, even though we really don't need three episodes to recap what's going on this season. No, thank you, Daddy. We're, we're really not interested in that again. But I'm sure we'll get it. This one's called Throwing in the Towel, which I feel like they did up the game on the episode names this season. They are telling a cohesive story. Something that this episode did not do. Yeah, this episode, though, is all over the place. I'm not sure exactly what happened. I think they are trying so hard to intercut dialogue, but these conversations didn't match up at the beginning. They did later on in the episode, so I don't know if that was just by some happy miracle. They just ended up aligning, and some of the content that they were actually discussing, the conversation between Mary and Robin versus the conversation that was happening between Christine and Janelle. So then they had to double back and do that for the whole episode, even when it didn't make sense. It was frustrating. It felt like an intern edited it. (laughs) What was the TLC episode description? The TLC description for this one is, Janelle meets with Christine and reveals that she doesn't want to be married anymore. Mary nervously tells Robin that she's moving her clothing business to Parowan, Utah, and will spend less time in Flagstaff, believing Cody is done with her. I don't know why it bothered me that they said Parowan, Utah, but then they just said Flagstaff. They didn't say Flagstaff, Arizona. I feel Mm. like that was exclusive. Missing consistency here. Again, we're just all over the place. The interns were running wild. In the editing bay, in the copywriting room, they're running amok over their monkey business. 
Ready for a Carly rewrite? Let's hear it. Christine tries to kiki with Janelle at Salsa Brava. Mary hyperventilates as she shares some not-so-life-changing news with Robin. Cody fails to follow through yet again. Off the top of my head, I can't even remember what he failed to follow through on because there's been so many things. It's hard to distinguish now. (laughs) All right. Announcements. There were a couple of conversations on the Discord this week that I thought might be worth addressing because there were some fraud claims about this season and how it seems like there are instances, specifically footage with Mary from the last episode. It was the footage of her in the green and white striped sweater where she's at the B&B. It was when her and Jen were looking at the pillow. It looked familiar. And that is because there was a clip of Mary at the B&B in season 17 wearing the exact same outfit. The hair was the same. It was filmed the same day. What was interesting, though, is that people are saying, oh, they took stuff from season 17 and they threw it into season 18. That's not what happened, though, because if you're looking at the context of the clips and what's being discussed, very clearly, Mary and Jen were talking about Bonnie passing away. It's been a year since she passed away. So that was current context. What we have to think about is how far into the past (laughs) is this show? It is so far into the past that they had footage that was shot for a season 18 storyline that they shrugged their shoulders and said, well, we don't have any footage of Mary, so let's just pull some useless shit from this stuff in season 18 and drop it into season 17. They are padding archival footage at this point. That is exactly what happened. And it's very confusing. We need to ground everyone. So season 18 is being filmed while season 16 is airing on TV. In real life, in reality, in the timeline. So this isn't fraud in the typical sense where normally people are sitting on footage. This is where we have shot so far ahead We can scoop from that and just use it as filler in older episodes if it's not completely subject-specific footage. We could just drop that in anywhere. Well, and remember last season it was weird because we really didn't see Mary, and then she would just pop up and give some type of two-sentence comment on something, and she would be standing somewhere in the B&B. That was what was going on. And we thought that was comical, but now we know it's because... They are cutting together season 17 as they're filming 18, and they took something that she had filmed recently and used it in what they were cutting together for season 17. So it's not your typical fraud. This is kind of like a reverse fraud because we're using footage that was supposed to be later, and we're showing it earlier out of context. And let's not complain about them giving us footage that is closer to current day. Because that's what we want, isn't it? I guess be careful what you wish for. Let's push more for that. Give us more current day footage and what we're watching. We do need to hit fast forward sooner rather than later. What else happened? Cody filmed a cameo giving advice for your marriage, which is have your spouse be the most important person because your children will ultimately betray you and turn you against one another. So I guess it's safe to say he's still bitter about what happened in his separation from Janelle. 
And in case you were wondering what his parenting style was, it is officially fuck them kids. As always, if you want to join us in the virtual cul-de-sac on Patreon, you could do that at patreon.com slash surviving pod. This week, we are going to be recapping an episode of Real Housewives of Salt Lake City. And it's going to be bonkers. The rumors are that it's bonkers. The nastiness. (laughs) So get ready for that. (laughs) And you can join us on Discord where we are watching the episodes together when they drop on Sunday evenings. I'm making events in the Discord now. People are getting excited about it. I'm glad it helps. I haven't noticed a difference personally, but I'm glad that you're enjoying the difference. So mark yourself as interested. You'll get a notification. It's exciting. I am terrified to start recapping this episode because right out of the gate, it's a clusterfuck. We have 30 seconds where we're talking about Janelle and Christine, and then we cut to Mary and Robin. Yeah, I didn't really reorganize my notes, so it's just going to be kind of a the fever dream pace that this episode fired off with. <laughs> it's gonna, this is about to be interesting because we attempted to organize the conversations in the beginning of our notes. But then later on, it actually does work out with the intercutting, but then you can't distinguish from those conversations anymore. I didn't know that the entire episode was going to be Janelle and Christine's conversation and then Robin and Mary's conversation. That was the whole show. So just as disorienting as it was to watch the episode, it was that difficult to take notes. So bear with us. And look, Salsa Brava is getting their money's worth. We know that much. They have been in every episode but one this season when it was Christmas, and I'm assuming they were closed. I hope they were closed on Christmas, but I think you still see it even at the beginning with the previously on Sister Wives (laughs) moment where you did see a clip, a clip from Salsa Brava. Every episode. (laughs) All right. So we're back at Salsa Brava unsurprisingly at this point. And then Christine and Janelle are realizing the last time that they've both been here was with Cody. It That's was conversation, right? Yeah. It really put a bad taste in their mouth, <laughs> but it really left Janelle with a hankering for some beans, which we'll see later because that's top of mind. Okay. I wanted black beans by the end of this episode. The black beans look good. Apparently Janelle hasn't shared anything with Christine about that meetup with Cody yet. Allegedly, but you know she was texting her. She had to be, right? She's got the details, but now she needs to hear it in person. It's got to be the firsthand retelling of what actually took place. But Christine's not going to be the first person to hear about this because as it turns out, Janelle still has our old friend Nancy's phone number lying around somewhere. Is she even legally allowed to work with her? Because she's a resident of Flagstaff, Arizona now. She might have her license in Arizona. Oh, yeah, I think they did do a family retreat where they huddled together and put their heads together. That was in Arizona, wasn't it? (laughs) That was when they first met Nancy. Yeah. And Pat was there. Oh, delicious. (laughs) Delicious black beans and therapy. Mm. Well, but Christine kind of knows that something's been going on because Janelle's kids have inherited a trait from their father, which is they also have loose lips. And... The grapevine has been letting Christine know that things are worse than ever between Janelle and Cody. I heard some things. It's not good. But yes, Janelle saw Nancy and she tells Christine this. Now, Nancy better show up at the tell-all 
because apparently the conversation she had with Janelle led Janelle to decide that she's just outgrown Cody. She needs something different. And this marriage ain't going to cut it for her anymore. Is Nancy the MVP? I, I don't I think so. How much credit can we give her, though? I mean, this has been years in the making. If it's because of Nancy. This is Nancy's magnum opus. And this is just the final movement of that. The last wife to leave. Well, technically second to last, but Mary's not a quitter. Well, speaking of, Robin pulls up to Mary's house in Cody's truck. That was such a power move, in my opinion. Yeah, I was checking the tailgate to see if there were any truck nuts hanging off there, because I thought for sure, if we're overcompensating with the truck, there's probably got to be some other elements that are thrown in here as well. Mm. Some big sterling silver balls hanging off the back of that thing they do have a lot of my sister wife's closet jewelry that they could melt down specifically for truck nuts but then you would have to invest in a testicular mold look there are 3d printers now oh no and plus she they can make a mold she would just do a live cast right off of cody's set (laughs) (laughs) they would have to scale it up of course to make it visible from the road like we just came up with a business idea We're repurposing what we currently have on hand. I'm just saying, the customer's always right. Listen to the customers. (laughs) She's here, of course, for a classic Mary Mystery meeting, where you have no idea why you've been called here, but you're pretty sure it's not good. It's never good. When has the information ever been good? Well, and if she didn't think that something was up, Mary makes it pretty obvious right off the bat, because she is extremely nervous. She's anxious about this conversation and it's not a big deal conversation at all. No, it's actually a really stupid thing to be this worked up about. Very mundane information that we're about to share. Actually, I probably would have just sent it via text if it were me. Yeah, this is a phone call. This is not a meet in person, sit down, sort of talk. This is just, hey, heads up, passing information. Yeah, especially for a person who doesn't go out of their way to make you in the know about what's going on in their life. Well, and if you're worried about this having bigger implications and having all of this negative connotation to it, maybe don't build it up into this big, weird, awkward conversation. Maybe... Just be a little bit more relaxed and nonchalant with the sharing of that information. But that's what she does every time she has something big to share that she's afraid is going to garner an emotional reaction from somebody. Well, that's what she's afraid of. Yeah, she's afraid of the emotional fallout that's going to happen because she knows Robin's going to be upset. This is not going to make Robin happy. So she's going to pay for this somehow. But she starts paving the way for the conversation at the beginning here. She's been thinking about this for a long time. Robin still doesn't know what she's talking about. So she's getting more nervous now because it's like, oh, no, she's been thinking about this for a long time. Is this the like is this, 10 years long? Yeah. How long have we been thinking about this? Is this the leaving Cody sit down talk that I've been dreading for so long? Wives are dropping like flies. So her mind had to go there. Once one is leaving, Janelle's on the outs. Why wouldn't Mary be the next one to think it's time to go. Well, that's not what happened. But that's not it. Yes, she quickly gets to, you know how I've had the B&B and I've had to figure out how to run it, what to do with it. Robin's shifting in her seat, getting more and more nervous. It's been a lot of work going back and forth. Mary can't do her 
unnamed clothing business while she is at the B&B because all of her inventory is just mothballed up here in Flagstaff. She also felt the need to over-explain and justify why she had made this decision, which enraged me just because I don't feel, first of all, like it's normal to have to be this nervous to tell someone something. It's a bit unfair that everyone has to walk on eggshells around Robin because they're afraid of how she's going to react to something. Well, and Robin's first unapproving look is to the whole she's moving. Mary's moving the business up to the B&B. But she's going to be getting rid of this rental house, too, because she doesn't need as much storage for all of her clothes. But she will be getting another nondescript place in Flagstaff. She'll have a place still. Isn't that the bigger storyline here, that Mary, after all these years, is finally downsizing? That is a miracle. (laughs) I think it's incredible news. It's way too late, but it is about damn time. She's looking for, like, what, a a one, two-bedroom with a wet bar. Of course, no sliding doors. No sliding door. No. French doors only. I won't have it. (laughs) So that's what she's looking for in Flagstaff because she's not leaving. She's not leaving. Right. I feel like the main reason why Mary was so nervous about having this conversation with Robin was I feel like Mary was worried that she was going to lose access to Robin's kids. She has very limited access as it is right now. She is still holding out hope at this point for something with Cody, even though that's never going to happen. And eventually she's going to realize that, but she's not there yet. So I feel like more of this was motivated with don't upset Robin too much, appease her, let her know I'm still going to have a place here in Flagstaff. That's an interesting theory. I thought that Mary was so upset and worried because Cody and Robin would just assume that she was leaving the family because Cody's been waiting for that opportunity, right? He, (laughs) the minute that she does something that makes it appear as though she is gone because right they don't need a divorce he's done with her so all she needs to do is finally make her exit and i think she's afraid of being pushed out the door rather than voluntarily going because they've been slowly pushing her out the door for years Uh, cody more so robin tries to say robin tries to say that she hasn't but she also hasn't made an effort very clearly stated by mary in this episode that robin doesn't reach out So as much as Robin says that she loves to have the family all together and wants to keep everybody together, doesn't really seem to be making an effort to include Mary in anything. Most recent example, mock Christmas, not getting an invite to that. Seems like it was weird. What upset me was that Robin's main reason for being uncomfortable with Mary moving her business and making these decisions with her life and how she's navigating everything that's going on that she has to deal with alone, essentially, is that this makes Robin feel unsteady about this change because I guess Mary is like a safety blanket for Robin because Cody's acting different and now Robin doesn't have any sort of stability in her life anymore. Poor Robin. Okay, the whole thing about Robin needing Mary to stay so she's not in it alone, I feel like Robin just wants a buffer. She needs another person for Cody to blame problems on. 
and Absolutely. to be the person who absorbs the abuse from him. That's exactly what it is. That's why Robin never wanted monogamy. She always wanted plural marriage. But then she doesn't actually work on those relationships, which is exactly what the other wives have been accused of. And then we find out that Robin herself has not been reaching out to the one person in the family who she claims she's never had a problem with. They've always had a great relationship. She's always been the one who's been there for me. But basically, it sounds like she just gets together with Mary for Thanksgiving and Christmas when they're filming. Yeah, when the cameras are around, I'll pretend to like you more. And Robin's not really understanding why you would need to consolidate two businesses closer together in order to be more efficient. You would think the businesswoman in her would get it, but... Well, she's not a CEO. (laughs) She gave up that title long ago. It's insane that Mary was driving five hours each way. So anytime that she had to get online and do a LuLaRoe sale, she had to drive all the way home just to do that. Yeah, and I guess she was trying to plan those out to be closer to Thanksgiving and holidays when she would be around. I think Robin's whole mentality is home is where the Cody is, and so that's why this doesn't make sense. Why would you move further away? We had a brief break from those conversations because we have to see Cody this episode. And we spent good money on those mini bikes, and we spent good money on Coyote Pass, so we're going to use both of those today. This is the most expensive mini bike racetrack, I guess? Yeah, course. I don't know is what that you now, call it. Is that now what it is? <laughs> That's all it's good for. And But as predicted, this is what we thought would happen with the bikes. They are kicking dirt all over Janelle's dreams on Coyote Pass. Right over where the fajita casita was going to be. Yeah, I wonder if they went rip-roaring through her little RV pad that was poured over there, too. Making it all uneven, so (laughs) next time she really can't level the RV if she brings it out there. Summer is approaching, so... Janelle's like, can you just run in straight lines as far as you can, so then that way I can just... That'll plant the seeds for the grow-op here soon. Just (laughs) turf it in a straight line. We're out here for a reason, though, and that's because Cody's such a good father that he's already working on teaching the little kids how to drive. So this is where there's some cognitive dissonance taking place because Cody's reasoning for purchasing these mini bikes is to give Robin's children, the tender aged children, driving experience, how to interact with motor vehicles So that way, when he goes to teach them how to drive, some of them, not all of them, because he's taught some of his kids how to drive, and some of those experiences have been significantly better, and other ones have been significantly worse. So he's trying to get out in front of that and teach people how to use the clutch, how to use the shifter, how to throttle appropriately. Where's the brake? Where's the acceleration? I don't think that that's the main reason why. I have to call out justice for Savannah because during this time period in January, Janelle posted a picture on Instagram of her teaching Savannah how to drive. So while this man did not take the opportunity to teach Savannah how to drive, a few short weeks later, he's on Coyote Pass trying to teach Solomon, getting an early start on those skills. But for what? What's this all for in the end, though? Because these kids aren't allowed to go anywhere. You stay at home. You don't have a job. Well, that's what Saul and Ari immediately 
dismiss and dispute this claim because they're basically saying, oh, I'm not going to be able to ride these mini bikes until I'm 20. So when are they getting their licenses? At 25? 30? (laughs) When are they allowed to drive? Uh, It goes back to the theory that Robin is infantilizing them so that Cody forgets how old they actually are. It's working. (laughs) It still is. But then, yeah, we get shots of Brianna and Aurora doing laps, just kicking up all that prairie dog plague in the dried up plague pond. It's going airborne. (laughs) You know they're not a mask wearing family. We've got concerns. Was this when we got the shot of Cody sitting on the dirt pile drinking out of a thermos? I think that was on the next break, but I think that was where we kicked off an entire section. We came back from commercial to Cody sitting on a log on Coyote Pass drinking out of a thermos. You know, it's just hot water and lemons. Yeah, whatever it is, it's contaminated. (laughs) And he is just openly consuming that. Open container, no problem. Meanwhile, back at the Brava. We have to talk about the most infuriating thing that Robin said this episode. Oh, yeah, because they did start in on the conversation back at the Brava, but then Robin has to interject in on Christine and Janelle's conversation, which she has no part of. But she be in everybody's business. And she says that she begged Janelle not to tell Cody to come get his stuff after their fight. But she did it anyway. Bitch, lose my number. Are you serious? You're going to you're going to beg Janelle to not kick Cody out of Janelle's tiny little apartment. I'd be like, "Can I rent a room?" <laughs> then because I don't have any space for this guy. <laughs> Robin doesn't have any space left for Cody's stuff. Well, yeah, she's getting all of the boxes from Christine's house, from Mary's, well, not Mary's house, from now from Janelle's house, so yeah, it's it's all piling up. She's not the most organized person. <laughs> no. Pretty sure there's like a, a stage three hoarding situation going on in that house. That's their plan for the evolution of their reality TV presence. Is <laughs> once they ultimately get kicked off of sister wives for being boring and abusive, they'll go on to hoarders. That's the crossover that we're waiting for. Sister wives buried alive. <laughs> But again, I love how Robin's main concern and every emotional thing that she is expressing is how this is all so damaging for her, not for Janelle, not how difficult this situation has been for Janelle or what Janelle and Savannah are going through at their apartment. Don't care about that. It just means more boxes at my house and more time with Cody, which I am for, but not like this. Herself and also her children, which didn't get mentioned this episode, but she never seems concerned about the other children in the family and how these things are going to impact them. Oh, we don't care about that. No, 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 That's no, no. why. It's just what is happening to me, me. Christine is shocked to hear Janelle tell her that it's over. But it's not like over, over, because Christine's trying to get a gauge on this. She's like, how over it are you? I'm going to start saying some shit about Cody. And then you just respond. You you yes and that and you build on what I'm going to say about how shitty Cody is and Robin too. Maybe we'll we'll test it out. We'll see what you're comfortable with. Maybe just try some stuff out. See what comes out. Just start talking. It's not going anywhere, which is But she's not. Yeah. That's how she knows. She's not ready. Although she's not surprised really cuz Cody is Cody. So the idea that Cody was going to be capable of change for the better wasn't something that 
she was optimistic about. No, that was, you're asking for the impossible right out the gate. An exercise in futility. (laughs) And it's been a month since Janelle and Cody had that conversation. So that means we're now at the end of February or beginning of March when they're here at Salsa Brava. Yes, and they have been officially separated since the fight, essentially, because it was like 30 minutes after the fight when she was like, come get your stuff. And that was mid-December. And so this time has passed. She had the conversation at Salsa Brava with Cody, where she let him know that she is open to counseling, but she still wants to maintain the separation. Zero action. No progress has been made on finding help seeking a counselor, and working on their relationship at all in this past month. I kind of think that this was a test from Janelle, that she gave Cody an assignment to see if he was really sincere about being distraught about their relationship potentially ending. And he did not pick up the phone to call Pat, to call Nancy. We're still waiting for him to schedule that appointment with Christine with Pat, remember? He was all excited about? Yeah, the deconstruction divorce counseling that was going to happen. And Christine's like, oh, yeah, let's get right on that. (laughs) He has a lot of therapy appointments to schedule. And none of them are booked. (laughs) So if you cared that much about your marriage, you would probably do something about it, right? You would think. It's a page out of my own playbook. (laughs) Some of these relationships, it's just very interesting. Christine points out that Cody kind of has a pattern of stringing people along in case the audience hasn't picked up on that already. And that's exactly what he was looking to do here. He gave Janelle a little bit of hope, inspired hope, if you will. And now he's doing nothing to actually follow through with any of the empty promises that he made. And Janelle's not the only one. He did this with Mary first because he's still stringing her along, believe it or not. Well, it was a tried and true formula. When he finished with her. Because she kept, no, it's still going at this point. So it's still working for him with Mary, which is wild. And then he tried it with Christine, to which she said, no, thank you, daddy, and moved on, left divorced. So now he's testing the waters with Janelle to see, is she going to go the Mary way or is she going to go the Christine way? Well, she's had another four weeks to think about things. And in that time, she has not been able to come up with even one reason why she would want Cody to come back at this point. When he left after their fight, there was a wave of relief, like a weight had been lifted. A burden was gone. That's the elation that Janelle felt when Cody left her life. Well, and she says she's still waiting for some signal from God to tell her that it's okay to move forward with this. I was like, I think that That was the sign, girl. That's a big part of it. If you don't miss that person at all, because this isn't the person that you're expecting to interact with anymore. Well, how about feeling significantly relieved by the idea of not having to interact with this person anymore? That seems like a pretty good indicator that the relationship is over. This is where Robin gets to interject some more because Cody allegedly isn't talking with her about his relationship with Janelle because she's such a great advocate for Janelle. (laughs) And she's constantly telling Cody whenever he brings anything up with Janelle, she's like, you got to talk to her about it. You got to fix this. You got to make it better. You got to get good with the Janelle and fix it. 
I have thought that it's really humorous that she was so involved with what was going on with Christine and Cody. And now she seems to be throwing her hands up in the air and she's just removing herself completely from the situation between Cody and Janelle. Well, she's still caught up in that because then we see in her conversation with Mary, she's still trying to throw Christine under the bus. Yeah, I think this whole season is Cody and Robin feeding us propaganda. I think that's why we're not allowed in their house. They want to control what footage is filmed of them. Every conversation where we see Robin this season, she's just trying to make a case for why she and Cody have no culpability in this situation. And Christine was just a horrible, vindictive, disgruntled sister wife who tried to take down their family because she had such a bad experience, which was because she herself was not meant to live polygamy. It would be great if we could get into all that stuff for this conversation. But Mary is still explaining to Robin (laughs) that she's moving the business from Flagstaff to Utah, but it's nothing to freak out about. Okay? I promise. Then Mary starts to cry and tells Robin that she doesn't like change. Shocking. Yeah, we know that. And she feels bad because there's so much other stuff going on with the family right now you know, that is affecting Robin. I do love that Mary can't help from being Mary, though, because then she throws in, but only you care, so. Thanks for noticing me. (laughs) No one else is going to care that I'm doing this. Only you will. (laughs) (laughs) Well, and even that, with Robin being the only person in the family who cares, Robin is still the most suspicious about Mary's activities of, vacating the premises and relocating to Parowan. At one point she asks, it means what you're saying, right? Yeah. <laughs> That's like Mary's frustration was when she bought the B&B and they all thought that she was going to move and live there. And she kept telling them that she definitely was not. And all they heard was, Mary's moving to the B&B. She's leaving the family. But that's what's happening. Yeah. You can't change my mind. That's the narrative I've built. You can't get rid of this woman. That is the lesson that we have learned. Mary should be committed. I mean, she is very committed. I think that was the I think that was the <laughs> note that it was supposed to be. Okay. Robin has a short moment of self-awareness on the couch where she shares that she feels selfish for asking Mary to hang around and wait for Cody. Well, I laughed when she said it's the first time she's felt selfish. <laughs> Did she say that? <laughs> it's the first time she's felt selfish on the show, maybe? like Ever. Ever? Just in general. Yeah, as a human being. It wasn't that time when you were running up the Victoria's Secret credit card? That wasn't the time when it was selfish? No, that was necessary. What killed me is then Robin's interpretation of that is she wishes that Mary could just be happy. That's the takeaway here. The part that she's not saying is, I wish you would just ignore everything and pretend to be happy so that way i don't get upset right just be happy with the crumbs that you're given and stay in this family because it would be much better for me if you just stayed oh it would be perfect if you just stay here and settle for what you get from cody which is not much very little but man that would be best case scenario for me so i'm really hoping that you can get on board with that we had like one line from Cody at this point. After This is the footage of him drinking out of the 
the canteen, <laughs> the <laughs> the, uh, the thermos, uh, Coyote Pass, and his assessment of the entire situation with Janelle is just completely wrong. His takeaway from their conversation is that Janelle is enjoying her freedom too much to reconcile with him. So his punishment, which we know that's his interpretation of it from the last episode as well, his punishment continues because Janelle's just having so much fun living the single life. It's not surprising, but it's very funny that's what he came away from that conversation with. How can your take be so wrong (laughs) when there's like millions of people who are watching this conversation take place and everybody else gets it? How? How do you miss the mark that far? He's living in a different reality than the rest of us. Man, it is impressive. This is where Janelle's feeling guilty, where she doesn't have enough of a reason for divorce. And it's like, yes, you do. I know. At one point, she says that there's been no abuse, no neglect. I'm like, wrong on two counts, girl. <laughs> yeah, there, think back. You have been, at the very least, financially abused in that Remember when they emptied out her retirement account? To start my sister wife's closet? Yeah. And now all of the the money from her house in Vegas has gone into buying a piece of property that they cannot develop anything on. And buying Robin's house? And buying Robin's house, she has no money to leave with. And that's part of the reason it feels like she hasn't left already. And she gets there in this roundabout way. Yeah, there's no... No this, no that. I can't think of a reason. I just don't want to be married anymore. That's your reason. That's enough of a reason. Also, you've been neglected for sure by this man, as well as your children. You haven't been married for a while. It's just, it it boggles my mind. Someone doesn't have to physically harm you to abuse you. And I think that there's a disconnect there for Janelle. Even just with Christine's realization of how Cody strings people along. Yeah, that's like abuse. Emotional abuse. It's emotional abuse, too. So I think you have your reasons. I think you just need to get comfortable and confident with providing those reasons to other people based on your own decisions. You don't have to make a reason that's valid for other people. It just has to be right for you. No, and also you have 18 seasons of this show to sell, tell someone to go watch if they don't get it. Make your own assessment. <laughs> because that's where we've all ended up. We're like, leave, girl, leave. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. But now we're having to shift gears back to it's Robin and Mary still plugging away on the sushi waiting room couch. That couch. First of all, in pristine condition. It's it's in really good shape. For how many times it's had to move? And it's been over a decade since she got it, right? Or close to that? We're probably closing it. Yeah, 
the back half of a decade. <laughs> and it existed somewhere before then because it wasn't brand new. Remember, they bought it secondhand. Yeah, they probably bought it when uh, Hampton Inn or Comfort Inn was closing down. <laughs> they were remodeling their lobby. But it has to be in such good condition because nobody sits on it because it is so uncomfortable looking. There's no arms to it. They always have to sit with one leg hiked up to look at each other. Yeah, because you got to turn and there's nothing to rest your back on then when you're shifted that way to face each other. No, this was much too long of a conversation to have on this uncomfortable couch. I'm surprised nobody was sliding off. <laughs> it does. Remember it looks our couches in college. <laughs> yes, <laughs> it looks like a very uncomfortable couch that I'm kind of familiar with. We had couches in our dorm that were made out of what? Like pleather. <laughs> but it was like very slippery. It was meant to be easy to clean, but you literally couldn't sit on them because you would, you would just slide off of them. Well, and I would happen to fall asleep on a no, couch every once in a while. And you can't it would, sleep on it them. It would ruin you <laughs> because there was no – it wasn't even a flat edge. Like Mary's has nothing on the side of hers. But the ones in college, they ramped up a little bit, like a 45-degree angle-ish. But it still wasn't a full arm. It's not an arm. And sometimes that's where your head would end up, and it's it was a problem. <laughs> Those were the worst couches. It was terrible. But this is where we find out Robin hasn't been reaching out a lot. And so if Mary's moving the business up to Utah, she's not going to be as readily available in Flagstaff. We're going to have to plan ahead a little bit more for these visits. It's going to take some scheduling. And this whole thing starts because Robin, who I guess... Something's going on at the Shira Chateau because they don't seem to think that phones make outgoing calls because she's like, well, what do I need to do if you're not around and I want you to come to something? First of all, Mary's never around already. And you never want her to come to anything. So what's the problem? <laughs> yeah, what what <laughs> also, are we trying to fix here? Send a text and say, hey, this is coming up. Do you think you'll be home for it? It's that simple. I don't know why these are big confusing, life-altering questions. Here, I'll give Robin a free excuse that she can use maybe in season 20, 21, whenever we hear this, and then Robin's able to take this information and then utilize it in her own way. Say that you can't face the rejection. You've invited Mary so many times, and Mary is just so busy with her life that you stopped inviting her to things. Blame her. She's so busy and unavailable. I think they already did that. I Re think they did. Remember back in the cul-de-sac when she would just straight up not come to things because she was busy elsewhere? They had the shared calendar. That didn't work either. Oh, man. Was that just all the sister wives? They yeah, wasn't a there calendar? a time that they tried to like go to lunch and Mary just was like, yeah, I'm busy. Well, their lunches were always terrible. They and that was after a therapy session where they got into some shit, too. That happened one time. That was very bad. That was a bad lunch. And then that was when Christine had the whole confrontation berating Mary in the library with a wrench. <laughs> the nerve, though, of Robin. She wants to hold Mary prisoner in Flagstaff just in case the mood strikes her to want to reach out to do something with her. Even though there's been two years, it's been COVID, they were quarantined, whatever, Robin did not reach out to Mary during that time to do things together. And now that quarantines have lifted and we seem to be moving on from the COVID crisis in the family, Robin is still not reaching out to Mary. But you know why? It's because she's just she's so consumed and concerned with what's going on with the family. She's so worried about Cody and Janelle. 
She can't think about anything else. She can't keep her calendar straight. She can't wait for Janelle to leave. Janelle's always been the one who's disliked her the most. Even though Christine was the most vocal about it, I think Janelle was always the one who mistrusted her the most. Well, and I also think that Robin just didn't like Janelle because Cody would listen to Janelle. Mm-hmm. So of the other two, like Cody wasn't listening to Christine. And then after Catfish, he was not listening to Mary. He would still listen to Janelle. Janelle could get through to him and they could understand and come to terms on things. And Robin didn't like that. That's another good point. Let's check in with Cody and see how he's doing and what his perception of these relationships are. Confused. (laughs) Cody's confused. Janelle just wants to leave now because her kids are all almost raised, you know, except for Savannah. She's still tender, but not tender enough. She's pretty rough and tumble. So clearly she's decided that now is the ideal time to peace out. Right. She's done. The time when she has no assets, when she has no clear plan for the future, when she still has a kid who's enrolled in school for a couple more years in the place where you live. She's living in a small college apartment. Now is the ideal timing to leave him. She bought the RV. (laughs) She's got wings to fly now. But, oh God, I don't know if we realized this. She does not have a vehicle to pull that RV anywhere. No, Robin was riding it around. Oh my God. I just came to that realization as we were talking about it. (laughs) She can't move it anywhere. She'd have to get a truck of which she does not have money to buy. Holy shit. Man, she needed to get one of the ones that has, that you drive it around, like the big recreational vehicle ones, not just a fifth wheel. She needed to get the legit, the Meet the Millers van, you know? Okay, Janelle needs to get on a show where she just rides around America in a Meet meet the, meet the Millers? We're the Millers. We're yeah, the sorry. Millers. <laughs> it's like, that doesn't sound right. Now I don't know. They could cross the border. Bring some weed back. She's got her own grow up plans. <laughs> She's going to lose her land. She is going to lose her land, though. This is a big problem here. What about Mary? Well, it took all of these years to get to the point where they can finally kind of get along. They don't want to murder each other on sight anymore. Mostly because Cody has so much resentment to Christine and Janelle now that his hatred for Mary has subsided. He's been no, he's been able to displace some of that rage and focus it on others. Oh yes. There is definitely a lot of redirection, misdirection that's taking place here 100%. I liked how Cody accidentally let it slip that he didn't know what he has to offer Janelle anymore as a husband. So I thought that was kind of interesting because maybe that's the same sort of insecurity that lies behind what's going on with him and Mary. Because even though they get along now, he's just not very interested in reconciling with her. I think I'm good. I don't, this doesn't work for me. It's not for me. Good luck out in the world, though. It's going to have to be a no for me, dog. He left both of them first, is really the bottom line of all of this. He doesn't want to say it, but that's what he did. Back at Salsa. Salsa Brava. Why did I write Stella Brava? <laughs> They're going to have to put it in the episode a couple more times because the branding, the brand awareness has not hit for you yet. I'm slipping. Yeah. I think I just got tired of writing. I don't know what happened. They're going to have to dial up the salsa brava frequency. Oh, no. Please don't. (laughs) Christine is shocked that Janelle has made a a decision so quickly because it's really only been 
couple of months since they had that big fight. She won't commit to it, though, when Christine's like, well, is this it? It's final. Like, you don't want to be married to him and you're, you're divorced. You have, no. It's official. No, it's not like it's not over. I mean, Janelle admits that there was sort of a finality to their interaction, but it's not like over, over. She's not 100% there. But Janelle is kind of impressed where Christine reached a point where she realized that she deserved something better. And so now Janelle is kind of coming to that realization that she probably does too. But what if Cody was able to change? Would you still want a relationship with him? Well, that's kind of weird to even think about because Cody's so different now. He has changed so much. Would he change again to be the person that I liked before? Now, this is the most interesting part of the episode because they both seem to feel like he is a significantly different person than he used to be. One of the things that they call out is that he's just not courageous anymore and they used to be attracted to that personality feature. I wonder who sucked the courage out of him. Who sucked a lot of things out of him. (laughs) (laughs) But they rattled off so many different things. He used to be courageous, dynamic, bold. He was always down for a good time. He didn't let other people control him. He was very much his own person. He used to be a grandiose narcissist. (laughs) And we were all very attracted to that. And that worked (laughs) for us. But now he's like this weird proponent of patriarchy. Janelle's not down with that. Even Mary and Robin, in their separate conversation, agree that Cody isn't the same person they married. So this is where the intercutting of the conversations comes in handy, because now we have these two conversations where they're talking about the same thing, and it makes sense to combine them in this way. So that's great. I like that you're giving notes to the editor as we go through this episode. That's where it worked. (laughs) So can we focus on that? Can we expand that? Can we draw that out a little bit more? How is it not fair for these women to want out of a marriage with someone whose personality and values have changed significantly? Oh, I laughed so hard because Cody gets so upset with his wives for allegedly changing the deal on him for what they signed up for with polygamy. But he has no insight into how much He has changed and the deal that he went back on. This whole thing tied back to a conversation that we had on the Discord probably last season about narcissistic collapse. I think we brought this up back in season 15, season 16, something like that. It's been a while. But basically, Cody's personality has changed a lot between the situation with COVID, with Christine leaving, and the theory is that that has caused him to spiral into what's called narcissistic collapse. And now I will read you a short description. Narcissistic collapse occurs when a narcissist's ability to uphold their grandiose, confident image is threatened. As a result, they often become enraged, resulting in impulsivity, intense lashing out, or even harm to others. While this reaction isn't typically intentional, It's a way for the narcissist to reestablish a sense of control. Is that why they're not allowed to film in Robin's house? There's just a bunch of holes punched in the walls. (laughs) Who knows? (laughs) But it explains the sudden requirement for patriarchy. And just the intense shift in personality 
they miss all of these things. He used to be so happy-go-lucky. He used to be bubbly and personable and positive and optimistic. He was none of those things. That was his public persona, not even for the show, for his life that he built up. And he said, these are the ideals that I want to be. This is what was instilled in him, probably through religion and then through other things. This is what's acceptable and presentable in society. This is what I'm going to be. That's not what he is. No. And then going through COVID, having the family question his authority, having Christine leave him publicly. Stressors. This is stress and shame. Shame. Shame, the more important part of it, that a narcissist just cannot handle. And at some point, they break and that mask drops. And this is who we're now seeing is the real person who we haven't seen for years and neither have they. In an attempt to reestablish the sense of control that they had before. So this is where Mary's talking about she doesn't even see Cody that much anymore, honestly, but she doesn't even recognize him either. She can't say for sure, but from the little bits she does see. I can agree with that assessment. Seems general. Robin doesn't really see the point in asking Cody to work on things with anyone because he's just going to do what he's going to do. Cody's going to do what he's going to do. He doesn't listen to me anymore. This was the section where it was just Robin making so many different excuses for Cody. But then Mary really catches her off guard on a few. She comes at her and asks her some serious questions here, too. Right. The whole Janelle's not reaching out to Cody, so it's her fault, too, thing. Yeah, because nobody's trying. (laughs) It's like, she did come to him with a possible solution to avoid a permanent separation. He has done nothing to avoid that. So I would say that's more so his fault. Also, he still hasn't called his kid, so I'm still angry about that. (laughs) Well, I think, yeah, this was the point where Mary was trying to call out some of these inconsistencies because Robin is grasping at straws, trying to come up with all these different reasons for Cody's behavior. And Mary's not buying it. She's like, well, then why doesn't he do anything about it? If he's so upset and distraught and hurt by this, like you're talking about, Robin, why doesn't he try to fix these relationships and get things in better places so we can interact and we can have better experiences together. I love that Mary is starting to see she's wading through the bullshit that Robin is throwing at her. The subject of Robin comes up while Christine and Janelle are talking to each other. And Christine tells Janelle one of the hardest things about the whole situation was that Cody kept telling me that I wasn't a good sister wife and I didn't understand what he meant. And Janelle has a brief moment where she participates in the shit talking and she swoops in. She's like, I'm sorry, that was about one person. And we all know who that one person is. Yeah, Christine was just so confused why Cody would claim that when we have so much documented footage to go completely against that, that she was a terrible sister wife who never tried to have a good relationship with Robin. Well, with anyone Meaning Robin. Anyone, yes, nondescriptly referring to indirectly Robin. But Christine likes to point out that the reason why Christine and Janelle have such a great bond, and kind of Mary, I guess sort of Mary, was (laughs) raising the kids. And that's why Christine and Janelle are still at Salsa Brava talking to each other, even though the family dynamic is in the situation that it is. 
because they have that baseline, they have that connection, they have that bond. Robin, when she came into the family, she hired a nanny. Christine was very insulted by that. And Christine was hurt by that because that means you don't trust me as a sister wife. You don't trust me with your kids. You don't want to form that bond or that connection or share that with me. And no, the answer was no. Robin was not interested in that. She wanted the benefits of polygamy with none of the sacrifice. Then Janelle says it's hard to buy that Robin wasn't a victim. Ooh, she said the V word. And we know Robin does not like that word. I'm not a victim, sweetie. (laughs) Don't call me a victim, sweetie. (laughs) Well, it's just, it's set up in a situation where Robin doesn't see herself to be a victim. But she loves to play the victim, right? Because Janelle also points out that Robin's been walking around pretending she doesn't know anything. She doesn't know why things are happening. She conveniently doesn't remember stuff. It's insurmountable. There's no way around it because if you bring it up and then she weaponizes her incompetence and says that she doesn't remember any of this stuff or none of that stuff happened to her, it wasn't a big deal for her, so why is it a big deal for you? It minimizes and diminishes your claim. If you bring something up and it is legitimate and it's dismissed in that way, then you are seen as abusing her by bringing these things up that are so damaging to her to think about. So then you can't even bring things up to your own husband about something that's bothering you because it involves Robin. And then we got a whole aside from Robin where she's not a victim. She doesn't allow herself to ever fall into that mindset. She always pulls herself up by her bootstraps and gets it done. <laughs> I hate that saying, man. <laughs> I really, I really do. When? When have we ever seen Robin handle anything from start to finish on her own? (laughs) Never. Never on this show. It's been 18 seasons. Never. Maybe once when the address on the wedding invitations were fucked up and she was scrambling together, putting the glass jar with the balloons And the correct address. And the correct address to direct and relocate people to the actual wedding ceremony that would be taking place. She solved one problem in the history of the family. And that was more so to her benefit, so people would be at her wedding. (laughs) She really just wishes people would stop talking about her, though. Janelle and Christine, they need to get my name out of their mouths because it's bogus, these stories that they're spreading. Bogus. (laughs) Which reminded me of her Pinterest bio that she updated. Oh, yeah. About how followers need to stop caring about what she's doing. Yeah, I thought it was interesting that someone with probably a million posts. How many posts did she have on Pinterest? It it was a lot. She she must be the biggest user of Pinterest. There was a ton. She's a super user on (laughs) Pinterest with so many boards and so many pins telling other people they don't have a life by going through her boards and looking at her pins. She hid them all now, guys. She learned that there's a secret board feature. It only took maybe eight months, I think, before she realized, yes, there are security settings that you can apply to your account on social media. That's record time. That's pretty impressive. You know whose fault it really is, though? It's Christine's. Christine ruined 
everything for Cody. His entire perception of plural marriage, of his religion, she complained every single second of every single day about how horrible it was, basically. And you could tell Mary is listening to what Robin is saying, but you know she's not buying it anymore. <laughs> also, whenever someone prefaces a statement by saying basically, you know that they're making it up. Basically, Christine's the scapegoat. <laughs> <laughs> that is true, though. <laughs> I love how as Mary's listening to Robin's excuses here that Christine is the downfall for the entire family who destroyed Cody's perception of their perfect polygamist experience. And Mary's like, Christine never had this much pull with Cody. I don't think she's capable of swaying his opinion that much. This sounds like a Cody interpretation, a misinterpretation of a conversation. I'm going to go ahead and put my money on that. Christine couldn't even get this man to take a shower in her part of the house when they lived in Lehigh. I don't think that she spoiled plural marriage for him. I don't think that was it. Yeah. Everybody had complaints. That's, Mary knows. She complained not. about everyone. Mary had complaints about everyone. And everyone complained about Mary. This is all true. There were good times. There were bad times. That's just like any family, right? But nobody knows the struggle that Cody went through just being married to Christine and what a hellhole situation that was. I enjoyed Janelle and Christine giggling about how they're always going to be sister wives. Which I'm sure Robin is going to love that scene. <laughs> Cannot wait for her to react to that. I would love to see a live stream of Robin's reaction watching this section. I They have to show that at the tell-all. They have to. If they do not, TLC is not allowed to produce tell-alls for this show anymore. No more. They're going to be sister wives, but so much so that when they find partners, those people are going to have to accept that they're a package deal and so are their kids. So they're for sure going to sit on a porch one day with their sister wives watching their grandchildren with their sister wife. Wife, yeah, singular. Meanwhile, Robin and Mary are just staring at each other in silence on the couch. Until Robin breaks the awkward moment by starting to cry about how she's struggling through the pain. But she can manage to accept this if it's something that Mary feels she really needs to do. I'm just... Trying to survive through the pain. She knows, though, the writing is on the wall. One day, Mary's going to finally realize that she's done with this situation and she's going to move on. And there's nothing left that Robin can say to keep her here. She's trying her best. At this point, yeah, that was an impressive thing to say. Very bold to say Mary is eventually going to wise up realize she can't take it anymore, and I can't even blame her. Basically saying, I'm surprised she's lasted as long as she has. I can't believe that she really listens to the things that I say and that they work. I'm starting to feel guilty that she's stayed this long. <laughs> There's just not a realistic scenario in which this family comes back together. It seems like it's only a matter of time before Mary leaves. Janelle's already gone. And nobody has that desire anymore to come together where we go one, we go all. And this is where Cody has to blame everybody else again. It was all of his wives had an equal opportunity to have a good relationship with Cody at one point, I'm sure. 
allegedly, supposedly. <laughs> but Mary even called it out. The only way to have healthy relationships, because, yeah, you can have a shot at a relationship with somebody, but then if you're going to dictate those terms in a one-direction sort of manner, then that's not really a healthy relationship. So the only way to have healthy, good relationships is to have hard, difficult conversations, and nobody wants to do that in this family. Well, except for Robin and Mary. Oh, of course. they're having a difficult conversation today. About Mary moving a business that's hers up to a B&B that's hers and right. saying, keep me in the loop if anything comes up. Even though it'll have no impact on Robin or Cody's lives. But is also the catalyst for everything wrong in their lives, soon to be. Things start to get juicy over at Salsa Brava because... Christine. Because the beans are out. Somebody <laughs> the beans ordered. are out. They're <laughs> eating the beans at this point. They're flicking beans. <laughs> <laughs> Christine is starting to complain <laughs> to Janelle about Cody. They used to throw parties. And Christine, whenever she would throw one, Cody would just show up as a guest. She would do all the work and then he would just come to the party. But at Robin's house, whenever she threw a party, they would throw a party together. And it just felt like they were a couple and everyone else, meaning Janelle, Christine, and Mary, were on the sidelines. And the kids, just the rest of the family in general. And Janelle's confirming, yeah, that's basically what it's evolved into now. That's pretty much what's going on. She doesn't engage any further in the conversation, though. But she confirmed it. Yeah, that's that's about what's happening. She did, but in the least engaging with gossip type way possible. Yeah, but Janelle's trying to focus. She needs to stay focused on what's best for her that's what she needs to do moving forward i guess i feel like she's worried that cody is going to claim that christine is the one who influenced janelle to leave but he's going to say that anyway tricked her so why tricked not- janelle into leaving the paradise that is being my sister wife in this college rental apartment that she barely escaped frostbite out on the land in the fifth will for Mary and Robin have had that hard conversation, which means the next step, tell Cody. It's more hard conversations. And Mary's not ready to do that alone. So she asks Robin to come along with him when she's ready to break the news. Robin was planning on that. She's like, oh, yeah, I'll be there to translate. I literally said she'll be there. I'll translate. People tease her that she can speak Cody. The Cody Whisperer. On full display. It's probably because most of the words that Cody says actually originated from Robin's mind. It's like playing taboo with a couple that's been together and they have their own unique language. They can reference things that you don't have to say anything within that topic for them to understand what that is. It's a completely different reference and you're able to use all the descriptive words for that. I want to play taboo now. Yeah, that's what's going on. (laughs) Robin's trying to gaslight Mary (laughs) again at this point. Because she claims that she still thinks Cody wants to work things out with Mary. After two seconds ago, she just said she felt guilty that she's strung Mary this far along. But yeah, she's here throwing out a little bit more rope. Continues to do it. And Mary can't take it anymore. (laughs) This is when she says, there's no question, Robin. He's done with me. Which is the most daytime soap opera line that's probably ever been written and delivered on this show for me personally i loved it (laughs) i love mary's dramatics it just fit yeah it fit 
No, he still talks about you being out on the property with us. Does anyone believe that? No, he just said in two episodes ago that they're living in Robin's house for the next 15 years to house these children. They're not building anything on Coyote Pass. Is Robin hard of hearing? Like, is is that what's going on? Is Cody having conversations with her about how Mary is going to help them pay off Coyote Pass? And her, what she hears or her interpretation of that is that Mary's going to live on Coyote Pass with them? She's getting confused about where the rope is, where she's putting the rope, who she's giving the rope to. She's trying not to hang herself in this instance. She's just trying to give more rope to Mary to hang her so hang on to. <laughs> hang on to. That's what the note is. Yes. Mary goes in for another dig because she's like, well, so if things are good with you and him and Janelle and him, then I guess he's still a polygamist. Because... How would Cody be a polygamist if Janelle is separated from him and his only active marriage is with you, Robin? Well, Robin tries to act like she doesn't understand what oh, Mary means. Well, what do you I mean? Guess, because you're still here, so... I you, hadn't even thought of it that way. Is that what Robin wants? To still be able to call themselves polygamists? even though they don't really have any type of relationship with Mary, but she still is out there. So technically, they can still say they live plural marriage. I think that's a big reason why. Yeah. Like for what? So they can still be on this show? So the title. Yeah, you get the title. You get the planet. <laughs> Things aren't looking optimistic, though, for Janelle and Cody at this point, because Cody knows the stats on how separations tend to end. And 80 to 90% of separations end in divorce. He learned that on a men's rights forum somewhere. <laughs> sure. Yeah, but 80 to 90% of his separations with Janelle ended with them reconciling. <laughs> so I don't know if that's applicable for his relationship with Janelle. He needs to take that into consideration. His own personal history does not math with those stats. It's just not adding up for me. The pluses, the minuses, it doesn't equal sense. And is she really ready to be done with him because she's not ready to move on? Unless someone was to be thrown literally in front of me, not out there looking for a new guy, a new relationship, a new plural family, unlike Miss Christine. <laughs> well, yeah. Christine's like, let me give you my matchmaker's phone number. Take it as a sign from God. Christine is trying to talk so much shit here. She's really being messy. Well, she's calling out. Yeah, she's like, oh, remember last summer when I moved? You cried when I left. Did you cry when Cody left when you guys were fighting? Oh, no. You just felt relieved and happy and a burden lifting. Maybe there's some meaning in that. We wrap things up. At Mary's house, thank goodness, this was the longest conversation about nothing important. And Mary just sighs deeply to indicate, I guess, that it's time for Robin to leave. Welp, about time to be hitting the old dusty trail. I hope you don't freak out too much. <laughs> yeah, good luck with this benign information that I've just shared with you. She keeps throwing more reasoning at Robin on why this is a good decision for her. Stop. Do not try to appease this woman. She's already made the conclusion. She's jumped to the conclusion 
that you are slowly evacuating this family. Robin is torn between begging Mary to stick it out with them or telling her to just go find her happiness. Her happiness. Her happiness. Her hap <laughs> hap penis. Why will she not just put this woman out of her misery and tell her that? It's fine. You don't need to stay for me. Because at this point, it's a manipulation, right? Where Mary is not even staying because she believes that there's any possibility that her and Cody are going to reconcile and have a relationship. She's just sticking around out of guilt to leave Robin alone. Yeah, because Robin doesn't want to live monogamy. She's made that abundantly clear. This is still plural marriage kind of at this point. And so she would really like to hang on to that as best she can. I like how Robin then blames Mary of, well, then just fix what's going on with Cody. Has Mary not tried to fix what is going on between her and Cody? Go on dates. Have dates. <laughs> oh, yeah, now we know where Ari's sage wisdom came from. Robin is angry because she never wanted to live monogamy. I mean, she did that one time, but she doesn't want it anymore. No more. And it's starting to look like that's where this relationship is headed, even though that's what this relationship has been. I think that's the part that she's missing. Just because there were people who also existed within the sphere of this family, it does not mean that you were living plural marriage. But Robin is angry and she's been tricked. She's feeling so betrayed by all of these people making decisions for her life that she didn't choose. Tricked. That's a Codyism. Just like when Mary tricked him into marrying her. Well, I like how she's com complaining about all these decisions that other people are making that are impacting her life in a way that she doesn't like. She almost saw the point. She almost got there. <laughs> it's just like Cody. Yeah. How does that feel with the shoe on the other foot? Did she want to live plural marriage, but with people who didn't have any autonomy or ability to make any decisions for themselves? Because it kind of sounds like Robin just needs to buy The Sims. We need to get her set up with a console. A PC. Yeah, get her a rig. <laughs> I think that she would solve a lot of her issues if she just created a little Sim family. A lot of control issues. A lot of Mama Plath energy going on in here where the religion was useful when I could manipulate everyone around me by using it and my children weren't wise enough to avoid it. But now that that's gone, it's Mom Springa. Next episode, Cody takes Janelle out for her birthday and talks about wanting to start over. Mary reveals to Cody that she's moving her clothing business to Utah, but not giving up on their relationship. And his reaction is worse than she expected. So a conversation with Mary that bombs, and then Cody's going to be love-bombing Janelle. But if it's her birthday, that means we're getting to the end of May. We're moving like a month at a time. Early May is Early May, okay. But still, that's moving forward at lightning speed in Sister Wives universe. We're about a month per episode. So almost to May of 2022. Thank you for listening. If you want to support us, the best way to do that is by subscribing to the podcast and leaving a review on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. Be sure to chat with us about the episode on our Discord channel by joining our Patreon, patreon.com slash survivingpod. Stay tuned, share with friends. See you next week. 
deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. That's the sound of another sale on Shopify. In store, Shopify POS is everything you need to sell in person. From payments to inventory, Shopify unites your sales into one commerce platform. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash retail 23. Shopify.com slash retail 23.